Hello and welcome to the 72nd episode of the NL Feast podcast, your favorite podcast about your favorite division in baseball. I'm Sam Clark, and with me as always, the elevator to my stairs, Brandon Gross. I think you just did this one. I think it was elevator no. to escalator like a yeah, week ago. I, I did elevator to escalator, <laughs> but I, I decided that I was more of a stairs guy today. So I, I think I, I think I'm more stairsy than I am escalatory. Gotcha. So, oh, so you're calling me lazy if I'm the elevator. I'm calling you technologically advanced, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, are you more of a, an Otis or a Tyson Krupp branded elevator fan? I Those didn't are the know. two popular elevator brands. Is that true? Yeah. I didn't know. I mean, <laughs> I guess, okay, first off, I'm going to get to why do you know that later, but uh, no, I don't know anything about them. I couldn't differentiate them. My elevator in my building right now, you know this, has a door, I know like this. a classic door that you pull to expose yes. the elevator, which is pretty it classy. Looks, it yeah. looks like an oven. It does. It does give, it gives, it's giving oven, if you will. It's giving oven. <laughs> um, it's also giving like old crew, like Titanic era yes. cruise ship. That's more what I was assuming. And the building's old. It's like in the very early 1900s. So, you know, mm-hmm. that makes, as is like every apartment building in the city, or at least. Sure, apartment. yeah. Um, Do you think lead, lead paint? Yeah, I mean, based on the the reactions I've had when I eat it, I'm assuming it's I'm assuming it's lead. Uh, my man's I eating paint. Chip. Sure. <laughs> I'm making paint chips. He's jokes. high right now. I'm high as hell, and I don't know why. It can't be all the paint chips <laughs> I've been eating. Your mustache is covered in pink chips from your hallway. Yeah, yeah. So I had a little snack before the record, Brandon. You can't sue me about that. I uh, I what for? I made a salad and brought it to work today. Are you proud of me? Oh, I'm very proud of you. What's in it? You're like ranch, bacon, and... <laughs> no, no, I did. Uh, I've been going to this one salad. I, I think I bitched about the $15 salad to you. I just don't remember yeah. if it was when we were recording or if it was in personal conversations. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. I think it was record. Okay. Well, there's... there's. I'll, I'll just give a summation real fast. There's a great little salad place across the street from the place that I work in. Uh, and, uh, and there's only three locations, so I'm not going to say the name of it. But it's... Uh, at the end of the day, it's like a $15 salad after it's all said and done, after taxes and... That's just too much money. So I went to the store and spent $60 on salad and dinner uh, and breakfast stuff and was like determined to eat at home. And of course, the first day after I make the salad, I leave it at home and have to buy buy, uh, uh, buy lunch. So, you know, sometimes so your plan blood. was Monday through Friday. You ain't eating. You ain't eating out. I ain't eating out Monday through Friday. And I had a bagel, a bacon, egg and cheese this morning because I was running late for work and then. You know, then I forgot to lunch. Because I feel like you mentioned bacon, egg, and cheese. I feel like that could be on our bingo card. Oh, for sure. How many do you think you eat in a week? I probably, the over-under, if this was a bet, it would be one and a half. Because I'm I'm either with the weekend or or like a late start weekday, um, I'm having one. It's just... I'd say one and a half. Yeah, one and a half to two, I'd say. I'd probably go to the same place. I do for my work one, and I do for my home one. You know my home one. We, we you, I recommended that place to you. Yeah, that you got bagels. Cheese. Yeah. Um, no, not the chopped cheese. The place that we oh, got bagels from. I thought you were going to Bodega, but you're going to an actual bagel place. I'm going to the actual bagel spot when I'm home. But that place is expensive. Hell, it's like $7 for a bacon, egg, and cheese. Sure. Fuck, yeah, 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 yeah. It's expensive. But the the market that I go to by work is three fifty, so it evens out. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but I definitely eat a lot of them. I uh, But in the salad was kale and spinach avocado corn black beans uh grilled chicken and then a dressing that i made that was pretty bomb if i do say so myself look at this balanced diet look at this you're you're hitting all the pyramid spots i'm hitting the pyramid spots i'm hitting the pyramid i uh i also 
What was I going to say? I, uh, I tried to wrap. This is what I was getting at is uh, the place across the street was very good, but too expensive. So I like took pictures of their menu and then just bought the stuff at home. And made it. Mm. <laughs> They're like, what is this guy doing? He's pointing a camera at the people making yeah, the salad. Hey, what is that? But it, it cost me 55 bucks and I've had two salads and grilled chicken for dinner. And I'm like, am I saving money? Is that saving money? I think so. Cause if you break it up into two meals a day, lunch, dinner, mm-hmm. that what you're doing. Yeah, but I was I'm paying probably on average like twelve to fifteen dollars for lunch if I go to if I buy at work. Yeah, there's so you're no way money. I'm not saving money, right? No, that's the whole thing. If you, if you go, how do I save money? The first thing is going to be like, stop getting coffee out. Yeah. Stop now. I know. I know. You know. Yeah, I know. Fuck. All right, I do get a two dollar iced coffee every morning, but that's just not this, something I'm gonna. This is now a thrifty podcast. So this <laughs> is what we're going to give you advice on how to survive in the city. I identify as like not cheap but thrifty. I always try to buy. I, I I'm a little frugal. That's another word I use. Yeah, to the detriment to my girlfriend's detriment. I am a little too frugal. Uh, you're a cheap bastard. That's what we all I, say behind your back. I'm not a cheap bastard. I oh, oh yeah. dude, I'm about to be a cheap bastard. I'm going. I'm I'm fucking going out of town again this weekend. I'm gonna I'm gonna die if I just don't show up or answer text messages. Just know that I overworked myself and and overdid it and i just am no longer a function where are you movie. going now turks and caicos what's going I'm go- on i'm going to scranton pennsylvania for a bachelor oh party. the turks and caicos of of the northeast of the northeast yeah i'm going to uh, a place that became a meme because of the office we're going sure. for a bachelor party the big the, can you guess what the big highlight is of the bachelor party um seeing the sign from scranton pennsylvania that's in the office no, I'm Intro. sure. I'm sure there'll be some sort of office tourism uh, sure. things, but um, no, we're going to Hibachi on Friday night. <laughs> Scranton, Pennsylvania, noted Hibachi haven. <laughs> I uh, are you a Hibachi guy? Yeah, not really. Eh. I've never enjoyed it. Really, it's fine. Yeah. I, I don't uh, get it. I have never that good. The same shit all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's fried rice and yeah, yeah, you know, shrimp that gets flicked in your mouth. It's more kitschy than it is anything, right? It's just more hacky and campy. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like Rainforest Cafe almost. It's in that ballpark, I feel like. Yes. No, that's a great that's a great uh calling point. I um what's up with you though? Enough about me. We've been talking about me this whole this whole episode, Brandon. What's going on with you? Um I had a busy weekend myself, not going Ooh. to Turks and Caicos or Scranton, okay. but uh I did see the band Pavement on Saturday. You Oh uh, dude, Pavement I'm band? supposed to see I'm supposed to see Pavement at the end of this really? month. Really? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, I saw them uh in downtown LA at the Orpheum. Um uh, it was a it was a hoot. It was hot as heck in there because LA's a little heat wave, and I was like, "Am I gonna pass out?" Because um, oh I had a drink or two before, but <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. Uh, packed house, and I like pavement. Like yes. I enjoy pavement. I'm not like I don't know their discography front to back, but I would say yeah. I knew fifty five percent of their songs. I would oh, say, hell yeah, that's huge. I don't know if I'll know fifty five when I see them. They're just kind of like you know an iconic band, and I and I know the singles and uh, a couple yeah, of good friends. They do all. They did all the hits when we saw them. They did a eight song encore, which is kind of insane. Whoa. Right? Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. That's which is crazy because their previous nights because they had a little stay there. Their previous nights they were maxing out like twenty one songs. They did twenty six songs total. Twenty eight, I think. Twenty eight. That's songs a total. long set. That's a they were long, at like almost two hours. McCartney level shows. That's like two hours, right? Yeah, it was, dude. I got out of there at like twelve fifteen. It was oh my long. God. Yeah. Okay. And right. uh, and I waited in line with some friends that that I went with, and the line was re- for merch uh, before. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I wasn't gonna get anything because, like I said, it's like I like pavement, but I'm not gonna like buy merch. I'm not a big buying buy merch. Forty dollar t-shirt. Yeah. But we waited in line for so long that I was like, and the band and uh, the band was about to start, and I was like, 
I got to get something. I waited in line, so I got a pavement <laughs> hat. I own. A oh hell yeah! Hat. Do you have it handy, or is it is it? I don't. I don't have it handy. I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's not. Oh, normal. don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, yes. I uh, I'm excited to see. I should look up what the set list that they played at your show is, and then um yeah. and then put it on a playlist and, and listen to it for the next couple weeks. Sure. They change it. They change it every night, so it is like a different. So, so also Miranda's uh, recurring comedy show, my girlfriend's recurring comedy show is that same day. So I'm a little, am I going to be able to go? Am I not going to be able to go? What do I, how do I balance that? So wow. I guess there is a chance that I don't go, but go, don't go to pavement or don't go to her show. I mean, I guess there's a chance both. <laughs> it's either or though. I either don't go to the pavement show and I go see either, Miranda. Either Miranda's going to get mad at you or Stephen Malcolmus is going to get mad at you. I can't you. have that. Have you listened to the Malcolmus uh, solo stuff? It's pretty fun. I haven't really, no. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. We have a, a buddy who's a little older in the group. Uh, he's, I think he just turned 40. He's a huge pavement head and like grew up with pavement. So he, he's always fun. Dude, when we went to the show, like me and my 30 year old friends, because all of us are on the same age, all of us were like, yeah, we're the young people here. So yeah. Yeah. Everyone there was like, four, there's a group of guys that were just like on drugs or something. And they were just like hyped to be around each other and oh, their arms God. around each other. Oh, God. And uh, I was like, oh, this is us when the killers come back in 10 years. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah. That's so funny. My Chemical Romance came through New York City this weekend. I didn't I see that. I saw that. They're here for Halloween. I'm not going to see them, but I did. No, you don't strike me as a big MCR fan, huh? I like MCR, but I'm not okay. going on the money to, to see them. Tickets are expensive, dude. It's hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Hundreds of dollars. I feel like yeah. they're the one pop punk band, maybe Fall Out Boy from that era that like made it to the next level. Made yeah. it to like Fall Out Boy definitely made it. Still. Yeah. Mike M made yeah. it. Is that I mean, I think at a point all time low did, but I think that they've fallen off that. Now, yeah. No, not now anymore. Damn. I wonder how much money they're so they're stacking dough. He also, the lead singer, Gerard Way, also wrote a comic book that got adapted into the Netflix series Umbrella Academy. Yes, that's right. He did. Oh, so he's, he's riding high on that Umbrella Academy money. He's making money. He's making big money. Uh, unlike us, buy our shirts, okay? Buy right. our shirts. If, if you go to intheclutch.com backslash NL Feast, or just go to In the Clutch and use our code NL Feast, you get 10% off any of our t-shirts. We have two at the moment, a Pete Alonzo Mets one, Pete Alonzo Steakhouse. It's an all steakhouse themed Pete Alonzo shirt. Or Schwab the Deck, a Kyle Schwarber pirate inspired t-shirt because we say kyle schwarber's name like schwarber schwarber so if you're interested make sure you check out the link on our uh on our twitter account we'll hook it up um you get 10 percent off with the code nl feast which is huge brandon um and then we see a little bit of the kickback so we're finally after the 140 hours i would estimate we put into sure. this podcast we're, we're finally starting to make some money probably averaging around three to four cents in uh, an hour mm-hmm. i would say yeah, we donate all that money to the Donald Trump defense fund. You know? <laughs> Dude, okay, I did bring this up last week that I was leaving court and Steve Bannon was there. No. You you oh, yeah, this? dude. I uh, Also, that was a joke. Please don't give people... Like, if the oh, my God. Um, yeah, I was at court and there was just like... I was just doing work stuff and there was a, like... Not 100, but like a 20 to 30 media members just like waiting with cameras and video cameras and all the shit outside the uh, the thing whenever that whenever that's going on i just immediately google trump nyc and sure enough it was you know who it is yeah you know trump related when it's that many media members because unless it's like a celebrity but i feel like i would have heard if it was a celebrity Ooh, did we get an early cat appearance on the pod oh i heard a meow you you got a meow got a meow we don't i was in the room what's going on you saw him in person no, I didn't see him in person, okay. unfortunately. But I, I was just like, you know, running errands for work. And 
I would have. I, I bet that man is one of the top five grossest people I've ever seen. If I were to see him yeah. in person, I bet like he, uh, a trail of sludge uh, follows him as he walks. Yeah. He he just like looks like the was it a librarian in Monsters Inc. or the front desk lady? Roz? That lady? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I bet he just walks like that. That's yeah, the visual object into my brain. Ugh. I think. Uh, I think he has uh, more liver spots than he does uh, white teeth. Is liver spots an issue with just drinking problems, or is it? I think there's a correlation. I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. But we need to ask our medical friends. But I think there's a correlation. Do we have medical friends? No. Oh my god! All right, that sucks. We got to get some medical friends. What are we gonna Uh, do? If you know a a medical friend, message us at NL Feast on Twitter. (laughs) We need have some questions. We have some questions. We need to know about these. All right, Brandon, enough uh, enough nonsense at the top. We got to talk about some baseball because the Mets offensive roller coaster continues. Beat up on Miami uh, just as every other team has. Braves drop three in a row to Mariners and Giants, but they bounce back in game two against those pesky Giants. Phillies cruising against some crap teams. And Brandon, we got our usual segments, Feast or Famine to Grom of the Week, Feast Fan Questions, upcoming schedules, and uh, that's it. But Brandon, before we get all of that, we need to hear some ads. Today's episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. That's spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. And we're back. Brandon, it was uh, it was another Samden series this weekend or Bram series this weekend, whichever you prefer. The Mets rolled into Miami uh, and teed off on the Marlins, unfortunately scored 20 runs on 30 hits in game two and three. That's an insane statistic. Uh, Lizardo and Pablo, as well as the Marlins uh, bullpen was, uh, was mainly to blame for these, for these runs. But uh, I I feel like we're going to be talking about what we talked about last week, which is that we're still in the midst of a division battle here. The Braves and the Mets are still going at it. The Mets um, are kind of middling right now. They're not, they're not red mm-hmm. hot. And some, and some Mets fans are, are getting a little anxious. I can't even uh, imagine what your Twitter feed looks like compared to what my Twitter feed looks like. But why don't you give us a little insight? Tell us about the series and where your head's at with everything. Yes. Uh, you know, as people remember, they lost the series to the nationals and, the, you know, after winning the series against the Dodgers and the sky was falling, but the Mets came back despite two bad game ones. The Mets won the series against the Pirates and they won the series against the Marlins. And I thought after the, the aforementioned 20 runs on 30 hits in game two and three against Miami that the Mets things were looking up, but then the freaking Cubs come in. I know, dude. What the frick is some guy named Javier Assad pitches in game one. Look great. Not trying to take anything away from him. He looked great. He was not a top prospect. Came up. I think it was his fifth start in majors. Looked awesome. Shuts down the Mets. The Mets can't score a lick chris bassett's not looking sharp not what you want but the mets had the game one blues in the pirate series as well as the marlin series so it's like maybe this is just a little a little blip right now and then freaking a guy who's just a journeyman 30 year old pitcher adrian sampson just like (laughs) like wrecks the mets like he doesn't give up one run against the mets pete alonzo 
almost hits a homer and then gets a little mad at him. Wait, can, yeah, can you explain to me? I didn't get the context. What's he throwing his bat for on a walk in the first inning? So what happened was, so Pete hit like an absolute bomb that was inches from a, a two-run homer okay. um, around the foul pole. Maybe three-run homer. Three-run homer. In that at bat? In that at bat. Okay. Um, he ends up walking him, and I guess Samson barks something at him, and then Pete throws his bat and says something like, I hit it all the way over there, something like that. You oh know? my God. Okay. Um, so he, he was pissed that he wasn't having, giving him anything to hit after the, after he goes foul. maybe, or just, he's like, why are you barking at me? I can hit your, your shitty pitches, you know, yeah. a mile away. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Um, and that's good. I kind of want to see Pete being angry, you know, cause he's normally like an all good guy. It's like, no dude, like you guys are getting spanked by the Cubs. Like it's time to, you know, it's time dude. to step up a little bit, but it didn't freaking help. No, I, I was wondering it. That's the most emotion I've seen out of Pete Alonso, maybe ever, right? Is there, I mean, even when he's winning the home run derby, he doesn't look as like emotive as he was when some no, yeah. I mean, if, you know, if he gets a walk off and stuff, like he's excited, but he's never angry. He's excited yeah, or he's like calm and he's like meditative and he's like, it's all good. We're playing baseball, man, which is a quote from last year. People got uh, blown up about, but uh, I've, I've really never seen him angry unless it's at yeah. himself. Never seen him angry at someone else. Interesting. Uh, Brandon, I, I realized I buried the lead on things I did this week at the top of the show. So can I can I misguide us and then guide us back in real fast? Sure. Yes. I went I went to a batting cage last night. Oh, my God. How did it go? I, I got 70. I was throwing 65 to 75 was the was what the, the batting speed. cage has a has a, a, a what's oh, the it, word? radar it, gun. It, it's what it's when you it's either fast pitch or slow pitch, and the slow pitch is thirty five miles an hour. They say, and the fast pitch is anywhere between sixty five to seventy five. Oh, so um, you weren't throwing that? That was the pitch that was coming at you. That was the pitch that was coming. Oh, I thought yeah. They also had yeah, Henderson. No, no, no. Um, and I was kind of proud of myself. I was able to start like you know getting around on some some of the faster pitches. Which Hell yeah! Was, uh, not something I thought I would be capable of doing because I famously once hit hit middle school and people started throwing sixty miles an hour. I was like. Oh, Okay, well, that was fun. Uh, I won't be doing yes. this any longer. <laughs> mm, where's the tea? Can you bring the tea back in, Coach? <laughs> How about Coach Pitches again? What's that called yeah. again, Coach Pitch? <laughs> coach Pitch, yeah. Uh, that's funny. I, I, uh, We played softball on Sunday, and I'm not hitting good. My timing's uh, off, and I need early? to figure out why. I'm just popping early? it up a lot. I don't know. I think my timing is just off. But it's like when yeah. I do get a hold of one, I know I can hit it far, but it's just few and far between. Yeah, it's frustrating. We had one of our better players on our softball team until they got injured was um, having off of offensive luck, like 0 for 10 kind of luck. luck. Just hey, not, it, it happens. So, uh, Darren Ruff, I'm looking at you. But, yes, I went to a batting cage at Chelsea Piers yesterday. Guess how much it would have been for for uh, for an hour and a half. There was 10 of us, so the price was adjusted. But uh, for a private batting cage, how much do you think it cost for an hour and a half in Chelsea Pier? Um, $80. Two hundred dollars, oh, no. and all I know. So there's ten of us. So it's twenty bucks. So it was no big deal. But like, um, yeah, isn't that insane? <laughs> Before Bad. we started recording, we I was Brandon and I were roasting landlords because we saw this uh, Union Square one bedroom apartment with a tiny kitchen going for six thousand dollars. Just the city is too expensive, Brandon. It's not like that. It's not like it's not expensive other places though. I was talking to my brother about what his rent is in Gainesville, and it's like you know. It's not that much different than what I am. I'm uh, Brandon and I are paying now. Hey, the it's rent just, is too damn high, guy. Everyone laughed. Hey, everyone everybody laughed, laughed at, at him when the rent was too damn high. Guy came around. We said nothing. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so all right, well, we could get back to some Mets talks. But I thought you'd get a kick out of the fact that your boys fucking ripping seventy five mile an hour. I know. I I need your skill. Well, next time I come to New York, we'll go to the cages and we'll we'll fix. Well, let's not let's not go to those cages because. <laughs> 
we'll, we'll okay, yeah, sure. Hey, I'll bring. It. We'll put a freaking mortgage. We'll get a mortgage for this. Hey, huh? I think you can do token things though, where you like give mm. a dollar, get a token, and then you get like a finite number of pitches instead of just like the cage to yourself. Gotcha. But like in yeah. Florida, that shit was like twenty bucks in Tallahassee. What was that it's like? like here it's like 40 for 30 minutes yeah that seems so reasonable that seems yeah. so reasonable i think i, because we, I think it's because we were at the pier that's why you know i think so i think, think it's that's location. anyway um, back to the mets yeah so so that's after scoring going off in the marlins they score three runs on 12 hits in the first two games of this cub series as we're recording it's wednesday maybe the mets go off tonight we don't know it's possible Drew smiley's pitching they got mark vientos in the five hole maybe they'll finally give him a shot um but yeah uh I don't know who who the hell are the real Mets. That's my question. I said, uh, "Is a question for you on a scale of one being Jeff McNeil because that's his number, yes. Uh, yes. ten Eduardo Escobar because that's his number." How worried should Mets fans be? How worried should the Mets be? So we kind of talked about this a little bit. Okay, well, I guess let me let me give you a numerical answer first, and then I'll and then I'll elaborate a little bit. I'm going to say a six and a half, a five, mm, five, Darling Marte and, and a half. Yes, I David Wright like, is Darling Marte. You're making the playoffs, Mets fans. It's not like it's not like you're getting kicked out of the playoff contention with these with this Braves contest. Like God forbid if the Braves yeah. win the division, then you, you lose the division, but you're still in the wild card, but with a pretty hefty uh, margin of victory. So all of this sky is falling thing. Once you get to the playoffs, everything changes. That's one of the the more fun yes. parts about baseball is that it's it's unpredictable in the playoffs um, because we have these huge sample size during the regular season when we have such a small sample size during the postseason. Anything can happen. Um, yeah. Like the Nationals. I mean, we saw it in, in our division within the last sure. few years. And frankly, the Braves last season. I don't think they were a betting favorite going into it. Um, yep. Or at least a top t- top three. Um, yeah, so I, I think that be a little worried. We were, we've talked all year. We've had, a, we've had a consistent narrative all year about do we think that the, the Mets are too hot before, like when they sh- when, like in a, in a time period when it's not necessary to be as hot. Like you can go 500 in June and July if you start to turn it around in August. And I think that that's a little true. I do think that there is a, a part of Mets fans that should be like, did we catch fire in the months that don't matter as much? And did, do we ha- not have that level of play in us for the foreseeable future? That's a legitimate worry. But at the same time, it's not like you should be – the meme of the guy sweating a lot. You know what I'm talking about? The guy that's just pouring sweat out of his head. This is not an actual anxiety. This is not something that you should. Yeah. This is not something that you should really be like putting too much time and effort. It's just matchup at that point. Right. That's the biggest difference. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I'd be a little worried, but like you're doing much better than a lot of other teams at baseball. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the Mets, since the Dodgers series, they've, they're five and six, I think, against all shitty teams. I mean, with that yeah. being said, they won two of the series against the Pirates and Marlins and they lost the Nationals and they had, have already lost the Cubs series. So that's not good. Like you got to no. be winning, at least winning all of those series. And it's funny because it seems like the Mets step the hell up when they're playing the Dodgers and the Braves and the Phillies, but it's like yes. they get a little sleepy when they play, when they play these, these, uh, second division teams. So, yeah, I think a, f- a five, a good David Wright is is how you're I'm at. feeling. And also, we have we're scarred from previous. I've mentioned this before. We're scarred. Mets fans are scarred from previous years. And this, no, I if they if well. they fell out of the playoffs at this point, this would be a beyond historic collapse. This yeah, would be this like would painful. Be... And then we have to start investigating whether the Mets are cursed or not. So that hey. that cannot happen. Hey, speaking of David Wright, this is a great opportunity for us to plug uh, Jolly Olive's YouTube video about David Wright. Or have you had a chance to check it out? Yet? I haven't seen it yet, but I'm sure it's fantastic. I'm excited to see it. Check it out. Released last at the beginning of last weekend. Um, it's it's a nice video and a friend of the pod and a and a friend of uh, Twitter. I'd say, Brandon, friend of the pod and friend on Twitter. That's two friends. That's two friends. 
Um, so check out the video if you haven't. Yeah, I, I, I think that your heart's in the right or your, your mind's in the right place. You're not overreacting. There's no way you, if you miss the playoffs, that's a like a multi-sport historical meltdown, like even across like football. Yeah, I mean, it would be it would be worse than when in 2017, it was 17 games to go and seven games up in yeah. in the analyst. So, yes, no. that would be it would be worse than that because also they have the wild wild card cushion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that I, mean, would I guess be the Brewers would have to beat the shit out of the Mets when they play each other in a week, and uh, the Brewers have to go on a crazy run too. Yeah, and yeah. I guess the Padres, yeah, and the Padres and the Phillies would as well. So yeah, yeah, that'd be, so, that'd be un- unlikely, but it's like we're just all scared. We're scared. I get it. Right? Traumatized. Also, would that be a bigger collapse than the the Falcons twenty eight to three collapse in the in the Super Bowl? Is that I, something I that you're familiar I, I with? Yeah, I know what that is. I don't know. I don't. Can you equate the two? I think like. Yeah, I guess that's one game, and this is a series of that's games. One right? half, yeah, that was a half. One game. half, yeah. Matt Ryan, oh, uh, Matt Ryan. Now, wait, Brandon, where is he a quarterback right now? Uh, He's a team. It's a bad team, right? Uh, no, they they're not bad. They they they're probably a playoff team. Lions? No, it's Matthew Stafford. Uh, no, but you're Texans? no Stafford. No, Matthew Stafford's not on the Lions anymore. No, oh, he's on the Chargers. No, Rams. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He was the winning quarterback in the Super Bowl last Whatever, year. Whatever, <laughs> dude. This is a baseball <laughs> podcast. Who cares? This is, but we're Where's now Rich Gannon? Where's you, Rich Gannon now? Yeah. Kurt Warner? Is that a name you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The you in the fucking movie? With <laughs> 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 yeah. Are we going to review that during the offseason? <laughs> <laughs> if we get desperate enough, is there going to be another lockout? Then, yes. Oh, God. Yeah, please don't don't hold that over my head. Brandon, did you win your week in fantasy football? I meant to ask. Yeah, dude. I kicked ass. Yes, let's go. Are you back? And I, I'm making moves too. I also dropped. I didn't drop, but I benched my Saints defense, and I got okay. a new defense because the Saints are playing the Bucks. Yes. But I got the Rams who are playing the Falcons. After yes. aforementioned Falcons, so I picked yes. them up for eight spot. Nice. My goal is to not watch one snap of the NFL regular season. I was just about it. to ask: Did you watch any football this weekend? No, did not see one snap. I sat down. I don't even watched... know if I watched. Actually, I don't even know if I watched a replay. How about that? That's insane. You have no interest. We can't get you to pick a team and just watch a condensed game highlight. Uh, we'll let's see how the rest rest of the baseball season goes. Maybe I'll do a November onward okay. watch. Right. But but I'm all baseball, man. I have you the gotta, giant Atlanta game on as we speak right now in the background. So you're a masochist. You love this. You love this. You can't diversify yourself enough. I'm ready Come to on. be hurt. You're ready to be hurt. I agree. Yeah. I uh, I watched the Dolphins uh, handedly beat the Patriots, so that was fun. And then I know I saw good for your fans. I watched from I watched football from one o'clock to eleven o'clock on Sunday, Brandon. I sat down on the couch of my friend. Nate's I'm the apartment. masochist. I'm the <laughs> and, masochist. I, and I ate chicken wings and I watched Red Zone for seven hours and then watched the Bucks Saints game and then left it right right before halftime. Beer? I drank a few beers. Yeah, nothing nothing egregious. When you're when it's a marathon, dude. You can't be you can't be going all in. You got to pace yourself. You can't get too full. You can't have too many beers. Um, so we figured out the right pacing and we made it work. We're good. I made it out alive and only 17 more weeks to go. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> thank you. you thank salads you. during the week, chicken wings and beer on Sunday. That's what I'm saying. You got to, life is all about moderation, Brandon. Uh, and you know, who's being a little too moderate right now are these Atlanta Braves. They dropped three in a row to the Mariners and the Giants uh, lost in desperately bad fashion against the, against the Mariners, but back and forth and back and forth in that game. Um, but yes, Brandon, they uh, they bounce back in game two against the Giants. You're watching game three and against the Giants. Currently right losing now. four to one, top of the ninth. Yes, top of the ninth. Damn, everybody was saying money on the Giants. I didn't do it. Now I'm feeling like a fool. 
uh, maybe there's a late game I can get some action on, Brandon. Um, but yes, insane game three against the Mariners. Uh, Braves got down to their last strike, Brandon. Yeah. And tell the people what happened. Michael Harris hits a three-run bomb to get them within one, six to five. And then I think Eddie Rosario hits a single off Paul Seawold. Yeah. And then uh, freaking Robbie Grossman, what the hell? It's a two-run homer to give the Braves the lead seven to six. Uh, truly, I was watching this. and I, I mean, the Mets had won that day, so I knew that the Braves wouldn't overtake first yeah. place. No but I was like, this team is truly even more electric than they were when they won the World Series because they, oh. they have more ath- athletic players in Vaughn Grissom and Michael Harris, who's a freak. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and also against the Mariners' bullpen, which is, I think, the best in baseball. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. Uh, yeah, I'd top bullpen so. in baseball. So, but then uh, Mr. Kenley Jansen, who the Braves do not like, next to Ozuna, probably their second least favorite player on the team. I know. Because uh, he's been blowing saves left and right. Gives up a, a solo homer to Julio Rodriguez. And then Eugenio Suarez with the walk-off homer. Exciting, fun game. Also, like, heartbreaking because the Braves fans thought they had no chance. And then they came I know. back. And, and then they came back in. And, and then, uh, but, um, but yeah, I mean, that also shows the Braves' resilience. But yeah, they, uh, they're they on the verge right now of losing the series against the Giants. So two series losses in a row while the Mets are scuffling at the same time. Kind of the same problems. I don't know if you've watched a lot of these Braves games, but their offense, yeah. their, their core offensive players are also kind of poo-poo right now. Yeah, you can't have that. I mean, you, you say Matt Olson's batting 114 with a 262 on base percentage. In his last 10 games prior to today's game, yeah. That's insane. That's really sad. That's really mm-hmm. sad. Um, don't don't go check out Freddie Freeman's been doing. Dude, speak. Have you seen the Have you seen the Mike Trout shit? Seven homers in seven days. Oh yes, I, the last night he did not get one. Angels no, still he lost. Didn't. But he did yeah. not get one last night. But yeah. Oh my god, well, that we are just squandering two all time baseball careers over in Anaheim. But they're for sale, right? They are for sale. Yeah, not those players necessarily. No. no. But uh, the Angels themselves are. Yeah, I mean, Otani will be on another team. Trout, that's probably where he dies. So. Yeah, unfortunately. You want to uh, you want to put a bid in with me? Yeah. What yeah, do what do you think? Uh, what do I got? Yeah. <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, debating how honest I want to be. On. Yeah. I got minimal credit card debt. I, I guess in the, mm-hmm. in the context of what you would need for owning a baseball team, my credit card debt is pennies, so that's nice. Yeah, I mean, I just got student loans, so it's like if, if Joe Biden... If Joe Biden, oh, Joe Biden, uh, Joe Biden uh, clears out my uh, my student loans, we're in good shape, baby. We're in good shape. All right. Well, we'll talk numbers after the show. Um, did he, are you familiar with the corn song? Have we talked about this on the show? Oh yes, you sent me the corn kid. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right, all right. I, I don't know why, but that popped in my head like something. Don't that I do feel it. Like... Don't sing it's, it. It's corn. Is <laughs> that kid? Does that ruin your life if you're a small child and go as viral as that kid has gone? Yeah. He. Uh, yeah. Hundred percent. Right, 100%. like there's one time I saw the uh, chocolate rain guy at Trader Joe's. Whoa, did you say hi? No, I don't okay. care, but I did see him. Did you see the? Did you see the the yodeling Walmart kid reached out uh, to Mason something, whatever that kid's name is, or Mason yeah. Ramsey or something? Reached uh, out to the corn kid and was like, "Hey, man, if you need anybody to talk to about what this is like, let me know." <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, oh you like God. made a TikTok or whatever. I was like, "Hey, you're going through a lot right now. I'm sure your life is like really, really crazy. If you need, if you need somebody to talk to about uh, it, let me know." Hey, I'm sure everyone's exploiting you, and you have four thousand uh, people showing up to your family. You think he, is, is he making money off of this shit though? That's the question. Is corn kid making I, money? I think what happens is, as soon as it happens, they have some weird agents that handle viral oh, stars true. like go coach them right oh, and they're like i i'm i imagine no, they're I, like we're gonna we're gonna capitalize this we're, i'm gonna sign a fucking 
three-month contract with you. You'll yeah, get, with a 12-year-old or however this kid is. Yes, you'll get a Kraft mac and cheese deal or whatever. Probably not that because it's corn, but you know, something like that. You'll get a cornbread deal. You'll get a Boston Market deal. Oh, you get a Boston Market deal. Um, Yeah, but I hope he's making money. If they're exploiting this kid for content and then he's not making a goddamn penny then that's just that sucks at least a lot of paper when we play the angels we're gonna have this kid sing the national anthem <laughs> and then sing the corn song you gotta you gotta get on tiktok because there's some good angels content over there too uh helmet nachos is that something the uh, angels helmet nachos what does that mean there's just a guy that goes uh, to every angels game and orders like a full helmet's worth of nachos and eats it and talks about it but he's like very earnest he's it's like always very earnest. the same angels yeah oh yeah the same food yeah and, and, he, and he and he just seems very earnestly like it didn't come from like a, a, a post ironic place or anything. It was just sure. a guy that like was enjoying yeah, it. I like these nachos. I'm gonna I like videos. these nachos and I like the angels and I'm going to make oh. some videos. About it. Yeah, it's sweet. It's sweet. Get on TikTok, Brandon. It's not all bad. I don't need that with my it's time. Not all, but, uh, it's not all Zoomer slaying, Brandon. That's all I'll say. Uh, the Braves are about to lose. It's two outs. <laughs> They're losing four to one in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, on a scale of Ozzy Albies, number one, to Chipper okay. Dunn, Jones, number 10. How, how should the Braves fan, how should... What did I write? What, How worried okay, like, the Braves fans be? Yeah, I'm like, you can take this again <laughs> if you want. <laughs> nope. How worried should the Braves fans be or the Braves themselves be? I love when you ask me questions on the when you do the rundowns. I like that. If it, it, it works out well with our dynamic. I would be I wouldn't be worried. I would not be worried. Where you yeah. and I think the difference here is to why Braves fans are upset, but the, it pales in comparison to how worried and anxious Mets fans are. It's like, yes, the history, but also the expectations, because in June, the Mets were like one of the best teams in baseball and a force to be reckoned with and a team that can't be stopped. And we're getting DeGrom back and we're about Scherzer. We're the like Braves fans were, you know, kind of expecting like a little bit of a World Series hangover um, and for the, and, and justifying bad, pl- not bad play, but, you know, like below the world series expectation that they may have had going into the season. And so I think that because of where their expectations were, this slight skid, you know, losing a series to the Mariners, losing a series to the giants, two capable teams, the Mariners, especially are a great baseball team. You don't like that. We were saying last week that this was the, this was the series we were looking forward to the most um, that I don't, I think that their anxiety is probably closer to like a three or four. I think that the fact that they, that they're in, they're in, uh, they're in walking distance of the division. Is that the right terminology? They're in shooting distance of the division. They're in an arms. They're an arms Arm. length of the yeah arms reach. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think that that should be celebrated. And and the fact that you all but guaranteed a wild card spot. I mean, knock on wood, Braves fans. But like, and and this season is. I mean, you got Spencer Strider. You got Michael Harris. You got Von Grisham. Like all these dudes that are coming up and playing exceptionally well. Like we were already talking about how bright the Braves futures are. Even if they don't make the playoffs, the next ten years seem to be you know, walking the yep. gold, what's the, what's the wizard of Oz, the gold road. What's that? The yellow brick gold road, brick, the yellow brick road. Yeah. That's what you're doing as for the next decade. If you're a brace fan. Sorry. Yeah, we need a Photoshop immediately of Von Grissom, Mike Larris, <laughs> Strider and uh, Kyle Wright. Just, uh, I know you're a yellow brick road guy, but not me. I'm a I huge wizard of Oz fan. That's I not know. a joke. Not me. Yeah. You're a little freak. I'll say it. You're a little freak. <laughs> I'm a dirty little Oz freak. What can I say? <laughs> Um, yeah, where where are you at with uh, if you're a brave Sam with your anxiety? Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it's similar to what when we interviewed our friend uh, Riley Rakes, Alex at Austin Riley Rakes, right? Is that his at handle? Riley, just at uh, Riley Rakes? At Riley Rakes, who we interviewed a couple episodes ago. Check it out. It was a great, great fun. Uh, he said he doesn't care if the Braves don't win the division. Like they had the World yeah. Series, but also like this, like I said, this team is I think more talented than the World Series team. Yeah, like, I think so. You take Michael Harris. 
and Vaughn Grissom over Jorge Soler and Jock yeah. Peterson. Yeah. Like you do every day. So, yeah. and, and also you take Spencer Strider and Kyle Wright over Ian Anderson. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, this team is more athletic. It's younger. They're locked in for a while. Their, their bullpen's even better. Will Smith's gone. They have Iglesias. I know Kenley Jansen has issues. So, yeah. Yeah. You don't worry as much. I mean, Mets fans, we're like, it's like we need this. You know, we're like junkies yeah. and we need this. Where the Braves fans are like, yeah, maybe we'll have to play the Phillies, but it's like we'll probably wreck them. And then there you go. We're in the division series. Yeah. So, no, but yeah, I mean, I, the, the division is important though, because right now on paper, the Phillies would play the loser of the, or the second yeah. place team in the NL East. And then yes. you go and play the Dodgers when in turn you play Cardinals or Padres most likely. And then you go on to play the NL East winner than for the division. I can't wait for baseball playoffs. God, you talking about it's getting me all excited. I'm getting amped. And you juiced, right? I'm getting juiced. Are uh, you, uh, uh, wait, one more, one more completely unrelated to the topic question. Yeah. Um, are you familiar with the TikTok that went viral of the guy asking the Boston Red Sox fan who the hottest yeah. player was? Yeah, and he was like, one of my gay. Yeah. Pat. Yeah. Do you yeah. want me to fight you? Yeah. Uh, who's the hottest player on the Mets? If you had to kiss one player on the Mets, who would the hottest it be? player on the Mets? Wait, what's the question? If I had to kiss one, because there's different, then there's cleanliness involved. I guess, okay, right. I guess both then. I'm curious as to where you differentiate it. <laughs> I got my answer for hottest Met. I think it's Starling Marte, right? Oh, yes, Marte. I was going to I was gonna say Tyler Naquin, because he's a oh, okay. gentleman. But I That's think true. Marte is probably the, uh, objectively, the, the most attractive one, I would say. Yes, yeah. I think on the Marlins, who's the hottest Marlin? Is it uh, uh, Brian Anderson? Brian, no, it's Brian Anderson. Yeah, no, Brian Anderson. Again, if you search average baseball player face, that's what you. Get. Yes, he's got baseball player face. He's got um, baseball player face. Is it? I think, uh, is I think it Joey Wendell? I think his weird. He's got like a weird know. gait. When I, I think we talked about this when I before we traded for Wendell and he was still on the Rays. I was roasting my Rays friends for having Joey Wendell on the team, and we did an Instagram deep dive on him, and it's just like. It's it's so plain and vanilla and boring. Oh, and, he's a vanilla man, yeah. Yeah, he's such a vanilla man. That's not an attractive feature. What are you talking about? Yeah. No, no, I was kidding. I just like it. Uh, he has a weird, he's a weird gait. He's just like weird. A, yeah, he's a weird he's like looking. A, he's like a T Rex from Jurassic Park. No, not T Rex. He's a Velociraptor from Jurassic Park. I saw a video yesterday of a of a two legged cat that was jumping and bouncing around like a Velociraptor. It was the most uh, upsetting and startling thing I'd seen in a long time. That's why I'm not getting on TikTok right there. Yeah. You just said that was, that was a friend that shared that. So more more blame on them. But Brandon, we can't we can't talk about the competitive teams in the NL East without getting to the Phillies. The Phillies did what we always say you need to do. You need to beat the easy teams, pad that record. And is there an easier team to beat in the Major League Baseball right now other than the Marlins than the Nationals? Sorry, Nationals fans. But if, 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 I've been, if I'm checked out of the Marlins season, you're definitely been checked out for at least a couple months longer. Um, they won four in a row. They swept the Nats. Um, and they tweeted, or John Morosi tweeted, at John Morosi, that they are 57-33 and 33 under their new manager, Rob Thompson, trailing only Dodgers and Braves among NL teams in that time period. Brandon, if you're, if you're a Phillies fan, how are you feeling right now? I think you got to be pumped. Like they're slowly, uh, the focus is on the Braves and Mets, obviously, but like the Phillies have been like low key on fire. Like they've yeah. been kind of incredible. And uh, what, one of my favorite things I didn't mention in our rundown, but it's like, uh, you're not going to like this, but Nick Maton <laughs> is the only player in the National League to hit two home runs against Starling Marte this season. Against only Sandy Alcantara? That, Sandy Alcantara, yeah. yeah. Um, and the Sandy hit two this week. One yesterday oh, and one earlier in the week in Philly. That's a bad statistic. Also, it is bad for you, but also insane. 
so yeah, I mean the Phillies have these like little role player guys, and they're they're keeping them afloat. I mean, you know, fuck defense, right? Who would you? Yeah, fuck defense. Who would you have guessed that actually that was that that had hit? Because I would never have guessed two homers. Barber maybe. Yeah, Schwarber's a good answer. Alonzo Schwarber. Yeah, maybe, maybe a lefty even. Uh, Soto maybe before he was traded. Oh, that's a great answer. Yeah, that's a great answer. Because yeah, you just don't. Who was it? I already forgot who it was. You 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 said it Nick in that blank. Nick Mayton, yeah, wow, yeah. yeah, he's not even the guy on the Phillies. You would have thought Bryce Harper, maybe. No, yeah, Nick Mayton. So good for him. Uh, but yeah, Phillies are doing doing what the Mets have not been able to do, and doing what the Braves. I mean, Giants aren't that bad, but doing what the the Braves were not able to do against the Giants this series. So good on the Phillies. I mean, who knows? Maybe they can. Uh, you know, maybe they can. They're probably not going to make any division noise, but maybe they can definitely cement Speaking that. Speaking the wild card, yeah. Get yeah. in the wild card, baby. Brandon, is yeah. this the curse that I get? Well, we talked about the monkey's paw curling at the moment that I started a podcast after the Marlins uh, yeah. won, won the division. Is this the uh, – or made it to the playoffs, excuse me. Is this the uh, is this the monkey's paw curl? Oh, three teams in the NL East will make it. We'll have so much content this year. And then it's the Marlins are one of the Marlins worst teams in baseball. No, uh, I think we can confirm the curse when the Nationals start lapping the Marlins, which I don't hope happens. So I'm saying if no, that were to happen next year, that would I'd, I'd off myself, Brandon. What you think? No, Dolphins will be world champions then. Hey, you know what? You got to just win every game, and the Dolphins did that, baby. Did you see the touchdown to Jalen Waddle? No, I didn't watch one snap. I told you. How are you not getting highlights on your Twitter feed just for me? I don't hit play. It? Don't hit play. It's got to show up. It'll say is NLP Sam liked this. Watch and I keep it. scrolling. You know, I'm constantly – I forgot that my football watching Dolphins is just me in commercial breaks scrolling through Twitter and liking every tweet that I see because it's all yeah. Dolphins. Content. I realized that with the Mets stuff and I had to corral it a little bit. Yeah, because you're just was slamming like, the like button. You're slamming the like button when they're doing good. So uh, I don't know. I think I'm going to try to beat everyone in our fantasy football league without watching a snap. I think that's my goal. I really don't like that. <laughs> I, I was I hoping know. that this would – I was hoping this would convert nope. you – at least mildly into it. Come talk to me in November. We'll see when you're when you're. Yeah, with, I need I need the Mets. I need the Mets to God. win the World Series, and then. And oh, then, so then, it's when the Mets they, are out. So yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll still focus on baseball. Like, if they God yeah. forbid get out in the division series, I'll still focus on baseball. But uh, you know, I and I need my I'll need my heart to heal a little bit, and then mm-hmm. I'll then I'll be ready. To, if you had to pick a team to support in the NFL, who would it be, and why? I guess traditionally Jets because that's like sort of the one that my family liked, but it's like yeah. that's there's no reason for that. And Why bad. do I want to do that? They're very bad. Yeah. Um, guess so, who's a guess who I found out's a Jets fan today? George R. R. Martin. <laughs> he's a Mets fan too. Yeah, he's just a New York guy. That ghoul very was cool. in. A, he's a ghoul because he he's a ghoul. A ghoul. Are you watching the new Game of Thrones show? No, I've never seen one episode of that. It's like NFL oh. for me. Um, <laughs> and I won't watch he, uh, this crap of Game of Thrones. I won't. <laughs> um, what is Matthew Stafford in Game of Thrones? No, but he was in the 1986 documentary on ESPN. But the 1986 oh, cool! No way. They have him, but they don't have Gary Cohn, the Mets SNY announcer. Complaint. Weird. That's so weird. They probably just wanted like, well, I mean, if you want to attract Mets fans and get, yeah, that's very strange. That's very strange. Actually, they um, might have him. They don't have Howie Rose from the Mets radio. Okay, that's Complain. less egregious. We agree that's less egregious. Oh, he's very yeah. he's very famous. Come on. Howie who I say? Howie Daisy? Howie uh Howie uh Lily? Uh can you tell I blanked very quickly? You're a ghoul. I can't You're the ghoul. 
Brandon, I'm not a ghoul, but you know what is ghouly? We're done talking about the Phillies, right? We got it all in. We're getting close on time here already. We're at, yeah, we're yeah. at like 40 minutes. Um, all right, Brandon. Well, we're getting close on time. We're getting close to some ads. <laughs> Today's episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org, not .com, not .gov, you know, .org, or open Instagram and type in at S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K, spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. And we're back, and Brandon, you know what else is back? Is feast or famine, like I say every week. If it had a, uh, a song, if it had intro music, it would be da 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 feast or famine. But I haven't done that yet, Brandon. I soon will, I promise. That's, I'm getting right to it. Um, but, Brandon, feast of the week, minor league baseball players are officially part of the MLB Players Association. Let's give them a nice little... Give them a applause. Nice add a sound applause. effect. Give them a applause. Uh, yeah, I will add a sound effect. Um, uh, and, and I'll write that song, too, when I add a sound effect. Um, yes, this is great news. I think this happened like minutes before the record. Is that correct? Yes, I believe so. They were officially given their cards. Everything's good. They're unionized. Um, we obviously have been talking about the mistreatment of minor league players for over a year now, pretty much since we've had the platform, we've had the opportunity to talk about it. Um, how small this platform is, that's up for debate, but we've been using our platform to talk about it. Um, and this is great news. Hopefully we'll see what the, we'll see what, what starts to directly affect them now. Now we'll see what salary looks like. We'll see what housing looks like. We'll see what all the, all the things that we've been uh, asking for, they start to show up. Um, but I remain confident and I remain optimistic about the future brand. And how do you feel about it? I'm jazzed and we love this. We love to see this. And I think there'll be some great changes and who knows, maybe this, I think this will improve players morale in general. Like I feel like you'll see a lot more players getting an opportunity, a lot more 12th rounders that are going to get an opportunity because they'll be in better working conditions and they, you know, won't they, the players that didn't get that initial fat bonus money, like they'll be able to stick around a little longer, which is great. That's Um, great. We have a famine this week. It's the Mets goddamn DHs, Darren Ruff and Vogelback, especially Ruff, though. My guy has a seven WRC plus, I believe, since yeah, he's come up. That's over. insane. That's nice. We what? love that. that he's we had love one that. hit, I think, in 30 at bats. Uh, the lefty masher, yeah, he ain't doing that. And he's hurting the Mets, <laughs> especially when Buck puts him fifth. So tonight, as we record, you'll find out the results when you listen to this podcast. You already know it. But uh, they have Vientos hitting fifth, and Ruff is in right field. Uh, hitting seventh, I believe. So yeah, that needs to change. And also Vogelback, uh, he was a cult hero for a month, but uh, yes, yeah, was. that's kind of uh, burnt out a little bit. So he's falling he back down to earth quite hard. Yeah, so hopefully he can get hot again because the Mets desperately need those boys to mash and protect Pete. So yes, How's uh, Vientos we didn't even talk about Vientos. Big Mark, Mets the first there, yeah, but the Mets haven't really given him a fair shot. This is only okay. his second start. So we'll see. Okay. Okay. Um, Damn, there's something else. Oh, it's a it's a shame that Ruff is bad, Brandon, because when we were pitching shirt ideas, I'm sure the MLVPA wouldn't like this, but we could have made one that says, we like it rough. Sir, <laughs> we're better than this. We were, we pitched a big me Pete one. And I mean, I guess that's, well, uh, that's his nickname. 
That's his, uh, yeah, and MLBPA, please don't listen to this podcast. And, you know, what we were, they must know. We sent them an initial design. They said, yeah. no, 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 too phallic. Or you're, you're, you're too, too phallic. Too dirty, yeah. You're dirty. Um, all right, Brandon, we also have some DeGrom of the Week. It's our DeGrom of the Week. DeGrom of the Week. Uh, Edmundo Sosa. That's right. Maybe the best acquisition by a contender at the trade deadline by the Phillies. My yes. guy in his last 10 games, not counting tonight against the fish, 440 average, 444 on base percentage, 920 slugging, two homers and nine RBI in his last 10 games. What the hell? What the hell? And That's good, good defense under control, defense. I think, for four years. Great, great job, uh, uh, Dombrowski. Look at that. That's hey, a, that was a great hey, move. Dombrowski. Good job, Dombrowski. That's me as a Phillies guy standing outside Yay. Citizens Bank. Dombrowski, you did a good job. <laughs> Let's get a bagel, bagel and some water. The bagel and water. Let's go to Wawa. Um, Brandon, <laughs> we have some feast fan questions as always. We have our our good friend of the podcast at this point. Call me Cassie, and he asked he asked multiple questions. Now, just because of time restraints, I've got uh, between uh, you and I, Brandon, and the audience. I have a D and D, and it's six fifty five, and I have a sharp out at seven ish. So we're um, a sharp out at seven ish. <laughs> How sharp is it if it's an ish? You know what I mean. Uh, um, but yes, yeah, so we had to cut down on some of the questions. Don't shake your head at me. We had to cut down on some of the questions. Uh, so we're not going to be able to get to all of them. But what Call Me Cassian did ask, should Marlins fans be worried that Don Mattingly may continue to stick around after the 2022 season? And I say no. All signs point. Everything that uh, Craig Misha said points to Donnie being on the way out. Craig himself said that if he had to guess next year, Donnie would be out. Should we be worried about it? Yes, we should be worried if that happens. And that just proves that the, the organization is not taking this season seriously or, you know, the, any of the season seriously. Um, and, and as of right now, next year is not an optimistic thing for the Marlins. I would say it's pessimistic, strongly pessimistic. We'll get jazz back. Yes. But after that, what do we do? Look forward to hopefully some Trey Turner action, but I mean, we're not a Trey Turner away from competing, you know, like we have a lot of other holes to fill. Um, but yeah, if Don Mattingly's back next year, I'll be very surprised and I'll be, I'll be disappointed because it means that we're kind of just being complacent and we're not, we're not setting up. Yes, Marlins uh, front office a little slow and methodical, but uh, yeah, they should be freaking worried. Donnie should be out, and God bless him, great baseball player, maybe a good manager on the right team, but uh, it's not it's not the time, Donnie. They need a, a new player, a new manager uh, to connect with the players. Uh, yeah, hopefully not, but the Marlins fans should be worried because, as we know, uh, Kim Ang in the front office kind of drags their feet a little bit. So yes, what are we doing? Let's do something. What are we Brandon? doing? We want to do some things. All right, DJ at Howie Los Bravos asks, do you think if the Marlins and Phillies teamed up, Captain Planet style? Okay, I like this guy already. Who would the best of both be good enough to topple? Or would the best of both be good enough to yeah. topple the powerhouse Mets and Braves? Um, yes, right. I think it would just be like the Phillies with Sandy Alcantara. I was, I was thinking, and, I mean, and healthy Jazz and Pablo and Lopez. Jazz, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's exactly what it'd be. I mean, the, the starting pitching alone, I think that 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 would give the like a, a severe advantage to both uh, the combo team, Planet, Planet, <laughs> Captain Planet. God damn it! I almost said Planet Styles, <laughs> Captain Planet Style. Um, I, I think there'd be a tight three team race at the top of the NL East right now of the Millies, the Mets, and the Braves. The Millies! Oh, I like that. I like that. The Millies! Um, yeah, and then it would just be a lot of... I mean, we would take their entire outfield, right? You got to assume that. The Phillies' entire outfield? Yeah, I mean, I guess your defense isn't great now anyway, so why not? Who cares? Yeah, we're dropping fly balls in center field every yeah. other game, it seems like. so. Sure. Um, yeah. Just Marlins, another friend of the pot, at Just Marlins, asks, 
Joe Madden in a recent interview said that analytics are changing the manager's role to mid-level managers. Ooh, I kind of like that. It's taking away the ability of the manager to make decisions. People want to tell you how to build a watch. I just want to know what time it is. Laughing, crying, face emoji. Your take. Um, I guess my take is I believe him. I don't, I, I will, don't have a better idea as to what's going on with managers. I mean, it does seem like analytics teams are have a lot more influence on lineups and i know that that's a huge obvious manager obviously a huge managerial decision um so yeah i guess i would say makes sense to me yeah i mean uh, we know it's happening everyone said it but the, i guess the difference is there's been older managers that have embraced it it seems like like uh yes. dusty baker and buck showalter and brian sticker all on very successful teams and they're old school guys and there's tony Larusa, whose team isn't so great um so yeah, I'm sure he's hundred percent right, but I think it's, you need to change with the game too. So, and it's yeah. kind of weird. Cause I always thought Joe Madden was like the hip analytical guy, right? Isn't yeah, it funny right? how it's, yeah, he was the, he was the from his raise day to now. Yeah. yeah. Um, can we just say regarding the Tony LaRusso thing, everybody called this, everybody said this yes. was a bad idea. The moment it happened coming off a of DUI, he's the crypt keeper out here. Like, Everybody knew that this was a bad idea. And sure enough, shocker, it blew up in the White Sox face. So maybe Tony should sit out the rest of the season. Did you see that Ken Rosenthal article? I'm not ready yet, but yes, I know. Yeah, I know suggesting, it exists. Yeah, suggesting he sits out. So, um, all right, Brandon, we got any more questions? We have one more from Peter Pratt at Miami Marlins UK, our good friend Shout Peter out. Pratt. Uh, friend he asked, who has more swag, Jazz, Acuna, Lindor, C.J. Abrams, or Nick Maton? <laughs> uh, well. Despite the Alcantara homer, I don't think it's Nick Maton. I don't no think offense so to Mr. Maton. Um, I think it's Mr. Jazz Chisholm. I'm not trying to be a homer for you and no, Peter, I but you. I think Jazz is the most swag. Though it's been a lot of fun watching C.J. Abrams play a shortstop, yes. I'll tell you what. That guy is electric on the field. Really, and There's really... also a question from Cassie, and he said, C.J. Abrams, huh? So we're asking, answering both questions here. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, CJ Abrams potential. He, I think he's a baby swag. Yeah, baby, baby swag, swag on the on the come up swag. Into a Jazz Acuna Lindor type swag, uh, but I think on the Mount Rushmore, I think there's got to be. Th- I think Acuna Lindor and Jazz are yes, maybe Tim 100%. Anderson. Tim yeah. Anderson is the Tim Anderson's is the up there. Who else? I mean, there was a point when uh, fuck, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, old Mets pitcher went to the Cubs. Marcus Stroman was on that list for a bit. Yes, Stroman um, for sure. So, yeah, I mean, Juan Soto was a little swaggy from a different perspective where he was just like big pimp, the pimp, the home run, yeah. shuffle the feet, grab the balls kind of guy. Um, so I think grab the balls, famous for grabbing the balls. Um, it is kind of a weird thing to be famous for grabbing the balls. Um, so, yeah, I think I think it's jazz, though, right now. I think up until his injury, jazz was, was starting to become a face of Major League Baseball on a bad Marlins mm-hmm. team, which is an impressive thing to do. Um and Acuna's, Acuna looks cool as hell all the time, and Lindor looks cool as hell all the time. So those are two those are two big things. But yes, hopefully answer that question enough. I agree. Yeah, I think Jazz probably needs a line of clothing or something to. Let's get him a line of clothing. Hey, Jazz, reach out to us. We'll set you up with a line of clothing. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you the Schwab the Deck T-shirt. We'll I know get you the Schwab the Deck T-shirt. I'm sure you can't wait. All right, Brandon, it's your it's your well known biggest bestest segment of the of the episode. Uh, any episode, it's upcoming schedules. What do we got to look forward to this week? Uh, we got the Mets. Uh, playing the Pirates after this Cubs series closes out. Then they're going to Milwaukee to play Brewers. So, so a good a good series there. Uh, Braves are playing the Phillies, another good series, and they're playing the Nationals both at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the Braves, Phillies are playing the Blue Jays at home. That's fun. Um, the Marlins are playing the Nats, and then they're playing the Cubs at home. 
The Nationals are playing the Braves in Atlanta after the Marlins. Uh, what series are you most jazzed about? Whoa, speaking of jazz, um, mm-hmm. I would say that the series that I'm looking forward to the most is Phillies Braves, right? Number one, it's sure. Phillies Braves. And yep. then Mets, Mets Brewers is a close second. Fun. And then also Phillies Blue Jays is also fun. That is fun. That is fun. The Blue Jays yeah. have cooled down a little bit, haven't they? Uh, I think a bit, yeah. They're wild card contenders still. Least, we're not at least. Please, the fact that I know that at all is impressive. What about you, Brandon? What are you looking forward to? Yeah, I think those three for sure. I mean, maybe the Mets will wake up against the uh, – well, hopefully they wake up against the Pirates. But, but hopefully they'll wake up even more against the Brewers. And then Braves-Phillies is interesting because that might benefit the Mets in general if one of those teams is beaten up on the other, uh, especially if the Phillies are beaten up on the Braves. Uh, so, yeah, and then Phillies-Blue Jays. So those are the three. Okay. Yeah, those are the ones. Those are the ones to look forward to this week. All right, Brandon. We've reached the end of our show. It may be a little bit later than uh, or a little earlier than normal because we ran into some technical issues. I'll have to edit out me swearing at my laptop for just randomly stopping. Mm-hmm. Um, you so always also, do that. You have to do that every week. Uh, I literally was complaining to Brandon about my laptop before we started recording, and then it, it stopped my record in the middle of it. Um, so the episode's a little bit shorter than normal. That's why. And if it sounds a little bit different, that's probably why as well. It shouldn't be a noticeable difference, but it, it should be something. But yeah, Brandon. All right. We've reached the end. It's here. Where can the people find you? You can find me at Brando Grosso. Where can they find you? Find me at NL Feast Sam, a Twitter account that when I cleared my cookies on my browser in an attempt to uh, uh, get my computer to run faster, logged me out of Twitter, and then I had to take 10 full minutes to try to remember what my password is and then had to change it eventually so that I could get it back. <laughs> so this is please. what we're dealing with. We don't have <laughs> please. NL Feast Sam on Twitter. Follow the podcast at NL Feast as well. Um, we already shouted Brandon. Follow him at Brando Grosso. Um, shoot us an email. Leave us a five-star review. We're, I think we practically begged for a five-star review last week, and we didn't get one. So um, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Whatever you write, we will read as long as it's five stars and as long as it's not like an awful thing that you said. Um, shoot us an email, nlpspod at gmail.com. That's a really cool place. You can follow us on TikTok. Uh, we haven't posted a TikTok in almost a full year. But the last one I posted went viral, so you know you can't really, uh, you can't really. Once that happens, Brandon, it's hard to come back. It's hard to come back. But all right, buddy. Anything else before we get out of here? Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> we'll spook you up. Huh?